taking a segue from there um, Amsterdam marathon so when you were running Amsterdam marathon I had a class and I was I was I was following you um, each time I'm done with uh, teaching something I would just look at the phone and then uh, follow you you were running like a monk it, it really went very well and of course you are very close to BQ and um, I was envious of the the negative splits so pretty much like a monk right um, so I want us to uh, know about how did you prepare for it you know, tell us everything about it. this is the most exciting part I want to know about um, how did you prepare and um, of course training as well as how did you prepare before the race how did the race go so how did you recover post race so, but before I start, I must tell you that your 311 in uh, Australia was another kick. I saw <laughs> that. I called coach. I'm like, dude. It's a, it was a, it, by the way, so you're an inspiration too. So don't uh, take that out. Uh, I took time to do my first full. I think mm -hmm. that's one learning uh, I must. Uh, I first, I'll collaborate it to my yoga itself, right? Because I self-learned it yeah. uh, for almost seven, eight years. And I realized that a lot of things I'm not doing right. Something about, you know, if I, I used to put a camera, take a picture of me doing uh, Adhimukha Shwanasan, then I will see it on the internet and like something is not right, mm. right? So I realized that I'm not, I've not been taught correctly. Mm. You can't wing everything. After a while, you know, you've got to be a subject matter right. expert, right? right? You can only jugad like how Indians do it, right? You can only do it to a level. Right. Beyond that, you can't be an expert. So I realized that that's why yoga, then I joined Iyengar and I corrected myself. So when I got into running and the minute I started enjoying it, I knew this is a thing to do now. Mm. Like this is my thing now. So and I realized that I have to do it correctly. So that's why I got So after I did my half at 145, I'm like, uh, let me get a coach. So was that in Bangalore? Oh. So I was like, let me get a coach. Uh, then for some time I was looking and uh, I wasn't, I'm not such a fan of these group uh, uh, things because it's too much of group activity that, you know, dosa after, selfie later, I can't yeah. smart. <laughs> I'm not that guy. Uh, uh, so they have found Dilip, uh, Dilip and it was fun to chat with him. And of course, Dilip's an entrepreneur, he's an interesting thing. In fact, uh, my co-founder of 3D Breads had worked with Dilip in I Am Strong, so I had known of him. So, you know, it was a too small a connection. Yeah. And uh, uh, in fact, I had spoken to Nitin for 3D Breads and Nitin was mentioning, hey, I should talk to, you know, so it was all like, a, it's an interesting thing. And I small reached world. out, yeah, small world. And I reached out to Dilip and uh, you know, instantly we sort of hit it off. And we realized that uh, both agreed that let's debut well, right? Uh, because muscle memory is a, bitch sorry <laughs> to say that uh, because the mind is all about efficiency you know right. so the minute the mind it's I mean efficient for it not for you meaning that uh, if it is fine by you waking up and sleeping at a certain bad time it is okay about it because mm. it doesn't want to change it it's efficient right. for it to be in that same way right? right so hence muscle memory is a problem so the minute it becomes that it's difficult to change it mm. like anything like people have bad walking habits or sitting habit try making them change it is very difficult because yeah. the brain wants to go back to its comfort zone absolutely um, so i realized okay so before i jump into it let me take a while to train myself uh, and really do it properly uh, coach straight told me that hey if you want to just come and do a four hour marathon then forget it so of course not i just you know i'd like to train well and do it properly so that, that is one good thing. So I took one year to run my first marathon. Meaning from the time Dilip Gordon, we both agreed that, hey, we will do. I was hoping I will do the Delhi this year, but then November some slight injury happened and I've pulled back uh, and I decided not to do Delhi also. 
uh, and uh, Amsterdam was decided because it is the flattest. Mm. So my brothers moved to Portugal, Lisbon. So first I thought I'll do Lisbon. Then I saw the Lisbon's elevation. I'm like, Yeah. <laughs> it starts uphill. Also, it's a, I think it's a loop. It's a loop, but it starts uphill. Mm. So the first three kilometers is going uphill. Yeah. So basically, which means the race is dead after that. So I'm like, no, 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 let me my first race do properly. And of course, I'm a, you know, uh, and Amsterdam has, uh, you know, the good legal things. Uh, <laughs> so I like more the reason I should choose Amsterdam, uh, do the run and for other reasons also. And yeah, that's how I didn't have been to Amsterdam. So it happened. So that's one good thing that took time to uh, uh, do the run. Um, it took one year to oh. prepare. Yeah. So like from the time coach signed up, we're like, hey, we'll do the first marathon. Let's gun towards that. In fact, I think when we first spoke 345 was the target. That, you know, at least you should do sub right. four hours for your first run and things like that. And that's how it started. Um, I was super nerdy about the Amsterdam race. Of course, I like, you know, I just got to the bottom of everything. Of course, I was going through injury also. I mean, just getting out of an injury. So I was doing one hour strength build a day, mm -hmm. right? Because I had to, because my left foot is flatter than my right. Uh, so the right has been taking a lot of load. So anyway, all both left, right, both got injured in different cycles. Um, mm -hmm. So firstly, that I did very well. I was uh, definitely disciplined about my life. I love my beers. I was fully controlling that, managing that, sleeping on time. Uh, I managed to make uh, 9.30 to 5 a sleeping pattern nice. uh, that I can't keep my eyes open after 9.30. Uh, so some very like habit changes like that. Um, I think training was fantastic. Uh, uh, I, I mean, I really, in my head, I was thinking 3.30. Right, even two weeks before the race, like three thirty is a good thing. You can run fast in my intervals and all that. I'm running fast, uh, but I'm like, hey, I've never because till the marathon day, I had never run beyond thirty five. Mm. So I had no idea what my body does. And then every all the reading, right. I even read that twenty six marathons of Meb and everybody's like thirty fifth wall, you know, that wall <laughs> of thirty five and all. So I'm like, see, I don't know. I could be running at nine pace after 35, so I should not have big eggs. Let me just go step by step. Mm -hmm. And then of course I spoke to lots of people for tips, uh, but I'll go back to what Dilip really uh, helped me uh, plan, uh, which is, you know, take it easy, don't push it, run at, at a, like a four or five RPE yeah. sort of a thing. You start like that and then up to 15, then you see how we feel in 15 and then drop five, seven seconds and see half and drop five, seven seconds and things like that. And he's like, after 35, just run, just overtake. Yeah. Um, and pretty much I just stuck to that. Uh, in hindsight, if you have to tell me, maybe I could have run faster earlier, but does that mean I could have been tired later? So I don't know this. So I, till I do my second race, I have no idea uh, how my body reacts. But this helped where I was at. So I started the race. Uh, so the, rain of, the race of course started with a hailstorm. So, and I was, and I'm a Tamilian, I can't handle cold, okay, I feel very cold in life, so it was hectic for me, right, I'm just wearing my shorts, one old uh, sweater to throw away before yeah. the rain and hailstorm, like, it was quite intense, uh, but the race started well, uh, I took it easy, started at 4.50 pace, uh, started cutting slowly, 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 when I hit 21, I, when I hit 21, I was like at one. My 140 was my half till then. I was at 141, 142. I'm like, hey, you know, now, you know, which means something's going right. And I knew I'm going to be faster. So I knew that, you know, if nothing, my half record is going to get broken because I've already done 142 and I'll be faster. Yeah. Then I started dropping, dropping, dropping. Really the magic hit at 35. Mm. 
right at 35 when i realized okay now it's 35 i need to overtake i stopped looking at my watch and uh, i would have overtaken 300 people uh, in those 7 kilometers uh, it was really exciting i mean there were people trying to pronounce my name that they just couldn't because you could see me run because i was literally overtaking right and i swear if there was a camera and i could see myself you could see this one brown person just you know come up the crowd i was really fascinated and i'm telling myself at that point i started telling my body like what is going on yeah. like you know why are you responding like this what should i do <laughs> yeah i don't know because i really felt like it wasn't me to be very honest and i saw my watch i'm running at 410 and i started cutting myself back but i started getting worried uh, that am i running too fast but it worked uh, the happy moment was at 40th kilometer when i overtook the 320 guy. Uh, 320 guy Okay, which means the runners race is going well. Yeah, fantastic. I mean, I can't. Uh, I, I mean, of course, there's an advantage of it being a flat ground. Mm. Uh, far more fitter people. Like running in India is different, right? Because sometimes when you are in that, you know, in India, like early, you know, there's not many people only right. who are motivating you, or right, you right. are getting motivated or inspired by. Here, of course, Europe is ahead of the curve in that sense, and a uh, lot more fit people. So looking at people made a huge difference. If I'm not wrong, there was a a lady. Surely she's older than me. Who was ahead of me, pretty much most of the race, and it's quite inspiring, right? In the yeah. head to uh, to just be inspired by people like that. So that way, it was great, right? The environment was amazing. There's no shouting, screaming, you know, all mm-hmm. that Indian problems are not there. Uh, and the weather was nice. Weather was nice. Yeah, weather was nice. It did rain a little bit, but you know, it helps in the heart rate. You know, it's like yeah. so. Like people who run TMM tell me that the heart rate can't be controlled only after a <laughs> while, right? It's just so yeah. hot and. So it was lucky also to be very honest that I chose the right race. Fantastic! So three seventeen is what you hit. Yeah. Of course, we are running Chicago together. Yeah. Three <laughs> seventeen <laughs> at least. If, if not BQ, you are qualified for Chicago. Yeah. So, did you do any carb loading before the yeah. race? So I was staying in a friend's house. Uh, Uh, because I like cooking uh, also, so I carried my ogre, my haldi, <laughs> my masa, everything I carried. Okay, and I cooked. So I cooked. So the so day before, I made lots of white rice, lots of palak dal, and that's all I ate three times uh, the day before. I really properly loaded myself. So that's the lesson. So whenever whenever you are traveling to unknown place, carry your own stuff. Dude, I carried my bread also. <laughs> so there's a company called Loafers and Co. If you don't know, please look it up. Uh, they're a nice, uh, you know, uh, sour dough-based bakery. Uh, only on orders and all that. Uh, you have to order a few days in advance. So I took my bread okay. with me. I took my bread, my uh, peanut butter, my jam because I didn't want anything new for my body. Mm. You know, I didn't want it to react and all that. Uh, so I took everything myself. Carried all required things. Nice. One box with goody 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 things. So that's that's the discipline. it helped yeah for sure it helped 100% like uh, it's just that you know you don't know foreign land you don't know what goes into your belly because you know for runners half the worry for runners right. is morning dump right, <laughs> yeah, right. right. that's the, <laughs> that's the biggest so risk. if you want to run discipline is the most important thing so it's yeah. not i thought that's obvious isn't it <laughs> someone who does not know what running is <laughs> uh, lastly uh, what are your goals as a runner right now i'm thinking let me do uh, the six majors uh, i believe the seven now or seventh one is coming seventh is coming not it yeah so yeah right now do the majors that's what's anyway two is happening next year tokyo in march and we are doing october 
Chicago. And see, then depends on what Tokyo happens. Then I'll hmm. next next, next, next April I would know which one I'll be able to run. Depends on Tokyo. Right, right. Yeah, right now that's a goal. Do these uh, six. I just want to do two a year. Um, yeah. I'm not like I mean there are many runners I know who just like to keep getting medals and go to races. I have no <laughs> such interest. Uh, in fact, I just recently bought that some medal hanging thing. I have only six medals, in which two of them are quite some. Yeah, that's and a good goal. There are only yeah, I don't want to overrun. I want to do two big marathons a year, uh, at least for the next three years, and then we'll see. And there are only 435 people in Asia who have completed six majors. Oh, is it? Yeah, so that's a good goal. But it's also about, <laughs> I mean, I'm sure you'll agree that it's all about money also. It's not so much about just talent. I yeah. mean, there are a lot more talented uh, runners out of in Bangalore. Who may not want to do it. Yeah. Ah, I mean, it's also like, it's, it's $250. Money. I paid 24,000 rupees for one run. It's just, it's too much money. It's too yeah. much money. So it's, a, it's, a, it's become an industrial complex. Yeah, it's like climbing the Everest. It's got nothing to do with your fitness. Right. Yeah, the money you can climb the Everest today. But are we running and not that? But you know, you know what I mean. Yeah, of course. So exercise is the fountain of youth. That's what people say. <laughs> and uh, you also, I, I, I read somewhere you writing about. So you have this mission to drive people out of the couch. Yeah. To do something. Yeah. So tell us about that passion. Yeah, I mean, that's, I think I'm so lucky. That's why I work with Decathlon now. Uh, and the project I lead uh, for Decathlon is called Decathlon Play, where our intention is to get Indians to practice more sport. Like, it's just, I think, I think we'll be a better planet if everybody practiced. Uh, because I think you get, uh, you know, the practice and sport brings a sense of brotherhood, mm. a sense of respect. Uh, we look at each other's runners not in envy but in inspiration, right? right. Uh, never envy. Be very honest, like you know, so as a, as an entrepreneur, sometime or as any anybody, right? You would see somebody and you would be envious, or there's a sense of but you know this the love we have for each other as right. runners is man, it's I can't explain it now. So I just think the planet will be better. Right. I think if you need a pla- uh, less violent uh, planet, uh, yeah. I mean, imagine if. Uh, yeah, if Putin was a sportsman, maybe he wouldn't have done what he's done. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, and I feel it's important uh, to... Yeah, so that's really the intent. So hence, I, I, I joined Decathlon. Uh, I mean, it's like a dream job almost. And the project is also interesting because uh, the, our intent is to get Indians to practice more sport. Uh, actually, that's my project's intent. Um, because we, as a developing nation, we are the least active nation. Uh, in fact, if you read some statistics around diabetes and health problem yeah. and obesity, it's scary uh, what's going to hit our... Because we are heading the American route of overconsumption and fast food and, and these Swiggies and Zomatos of the world are not really helping also. Yeah. Uh, I mean, look at the ads, you know, you're watching cricket, it'll show a 60-year-old uncle who looks not fit but make yeah. him order samosa. You know, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah like they show it in the ad only. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it is it's, it's you know it's going to be difficult times but uh, yeah I, I like i said moving helps you and i think that helps society right you also said somewhere that um, sports helps people uncover their personal mission so if you intentionality is all about living life with a purpose mm. so if you are to advise someone to get started with sports, someone who has not moved in their life. Mm. So if they were to get started with sports, some sports, mm. what would be your advice? 
I don't think there is one uh, brush that helps everyone. Uh, so this is something that I've been doing with. Uh, when we are in our forties, yeah. uh, I'm sure we have friends around us who are starting to panic, right? Uh, yeah. Some one doctor report, something will come, right? Or some. I'm sure we've lost some friend young to heart yeah. attacks. Uh, so everybody. So I try to talk to them and understand what they like doing. Uh, like I spoke to a friend recently, and I told her start dancing, right? If if. If going to gym is not your thing because she's an introvert, uh, yoga she finds boring. Mm. Uh, she tried running, but you know running is a thing. If you don't like it early days, if it starts to hurt, you will never get into it. Uh, she likes cycling, but she's scared of you know getting Accidents. knocked off by the yeah. MTC bus. Uh, so yeah, so I said dance. Uh, mm. So I think uh, I think it's important that you understand what suits you and you figure your movement, and then you know. Mm. life happens like some people are just better with water like some people just around water become somebody else like right. i don't know swimming uh, so yeah, i'm not yeah. that person yeah, yeah. but i know friends who have tried different sport but they just now hooked to surfing and kite surfing and in fact moving to tamil nadu so that you could be close to it and you know right to wrap it up what are your life goals are we going to see entrepreneur in you coming out again I'm not sure actually uh so if I have to uh, honestly tell you where my end goal is politics uh and politics yeah yeah uh, I worked many elections uh, in fact I could have worked this year also but job just landed so I didn't do it uh yeah that's eventuality so I think uh, I want to contribute to society mm. uh, to make a better society brighter less violent more um you know brotherly in that sense um tried a little bit of my hands on culture business um now I want to try my hands a little bit on sports and then when I turn 50 I want to get to politics you're an epitome of intentionality <laughs> so there is so there is a purpose you're chasing the purpose all the time so yeah so no I don't know entrepreneurship is going to come back at all I think uh, not because I don't enjoy it uh, I think I'm I taken a call to do entrepreneurship rather within companies mm. uh, because i think uh, i bring a certain skill to the table uh, for large organizations because you know it's not easy to start a new project within a large company mm. uh, and i think as an entrepreneur we know how to do it so yeah. i want to stick to that for a bit stay in large companies build new projects take it to scale uh, get corporate salary enough of uh, you know going through the struggling times so yeah i don't know if uh, entrepreneurship would happen okay So if you were to give an advice to someone who is starting their journey as an entrepreneur uh, what would be your advice one advice uh think of valuation in the end <laughs> valuation is not the reason we are in business uh think of it in the really the end i mean of course there are some methodologies that you can find uh on stages of entrepreneurship and how one defines it it's a good reference point i'm just saying all of it is a good reference point uh a successful entrepreneurs actually didn't conform to any of these theories <laughs> if you think about it if you just look at all the successful ones none of them followed any of these rules and thumb rules and valuation techniques or product market fit and what does it even mean and so like be focused uh get your you know sort of scenes around the money right uh, it's very important um, i know it's difficult if you're very passionate you think hey i'm not doing it for money so you don't think about money and it's a really bad loop it doesn't help at all it's smart to segregate the need of cash and the need of passion yeah i have to say some few things like that thank you
So um, last one to close it. If somebody is starting as a runner, what would be your advice for them based on your learning? Yeah, I mean, I think joining a group is not a bad idea. Uh, I mean, uh, Kip Joke said a very interesting thing about how uh, running is, uh, uh, is, is supposed to be a group activity. Team sport. Team sport, it gets you. It's very interesting. I mean, you should watch that interview. It's a very nice theory he gives so as to why it's a team thing. So maybe join a group that really helps because it motivates you. Um, it depends on what kind of a personality you are. I think Satish and I are self-motivated. So, you know, we'll just do it because once we put our head into it, we will get into it. Uh, some people need external push. So joining a club really helps yeah. uh, because you're in a group, you know, you can... There's another person also who's sleepy with you in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> so you feel a little bit more uh, understood. Yeah, yeah. I would definitely think group is a good idea. Thank you for being on the show. Thank and you, And if somebody wants to reach out to you, learn about you, learn from you. They can find me on LinkedIn. LinkedIn. So we'll leave all the notes. Links in the show notes. Thank you very much. Thank you, Satisha.